0: going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the fish lift eat podcast thanks for tuning in with us this week uh my name is casey as always and joining me today is our main man our main producer chad what's up man
1: hey what's up guys
0: you know chad we uh the the cool thing about our our team that we have you know now up over 500 members is we get a lot of people and one of the big questions that that I keep getting in, in comments that i I keep hearing about is just these horror stories that people have with bait casting reels you know they say you know they just they can't do it they can't throw one without bird nesting it and they they get it once take it out of the box, throw it, and just they hate it and end up they end up never trying it and you know that kind of it kind of irritates me a little bit because, you know, it, it's so simple and it's such a simple fix that, you know, that people would be able to go out and enjoy it a lot more if they, if they knew the proper way to set it up. So I thought maybe we'd take a little bit of time tonight and just kind of go over, you know, the the makeup of, of a bait casting reel, you know, I got one right here, I got my um, Shimano Corrado. Um, and we just kind of go over the, the, the components of this kind of a way that you can go out and set this thing up and you know even if it's not perfectly dialed until you get it to the water but at least to where you can take this to the water make a cast and not bird nest it you know nobody likes a backlash they're going to happen I still have backlashes from time to time that you got to pick out but the thing about it is a, a properly tuned bait caster even when you do have those backlashes you know you, you know a couple pulls and you've got it cleared you're not having to you know replace an entire spool of line and things like that but just for just for curiosity here chad what you ever had any you ever had any experience with one
1: i'm telling you what i, I hate to admit it i did go and buy it because you know watching the the bash tournaments on tv they make it look so easy i went out and bought one for myself pulled it out of the box put it on my rod and the first cast i I bird nested it and I took it back oh, to the
0: store. Perfect example. So today we're going to educate Chad on how he shouldn't have taken that reel back and how to properly set it up next time. So basically, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to, you know, kind of see what I'm pointing at here. So this is your pretty standard bait casting reel, you know, 150 size series. But the the main components that I want you to focus on are the braking set the brake system so on a Corrado it's the little it's external brakes there's a knob right here that sets it you know one to ten or I think this was one to eight um a lot of a lot of reels you'll find will have a knob kind of right here on the side that you can turn but that's your brake brake system um and even some some reels not as often but um you actually have to pop this cover off and you'll have have internal brakes but regardless of that's, that's your brakes And there'll be a, a number associated with the settings of those brakes. And then you've got, you know, the little knob right over here next to your reel that um, this is your line tension. Um, this is how you adjust, um, you know, your, sp- your spool tension. I'm sorry, but basically how much, how much give and take you have on your spool. So those are the two things that, that you really got to be conscious of whenever you're, whenever you're trying to, to set up your bait caster and all of this is also going to be dependent on how heavy of a lure that you're trying to throw so make sure that you know when you're trying to decide which kind of um reel to get or which reel to get look at the specs on it make sure you that you know the lure that you're going to be be fishing it with or range of lures that you're going to be fishing it with are within the are within the specs of it so the easiest way to set one up is what or what i would recommend as long as you're throwing a you know a lure on the that's inside that range lean a little bit heavy on the on the brakes to start with you know if it's a, a zero to ten break you know start at you know seven or eight you know you're not going to be there or if you're just you're really scared about backlashing it and you just don't even want to have to fool with it like just turn your brakes all the way up you know you, you can be able to to adjust those and fine tune those, once you get on the water and start making several casts and kind of get comfortable with the feel of it, but just go ahead and run those brakes all the way, all the way up, max them out. And then what you want to do is once you have your, you know, obviously have this on the rod, have your lure tied on at the end, um, start act, start setting your spool tension. And what you're going to do that start on the tighter side. And the easiest rule of thumb. Um, to do with it is, you know, whenever you, you know, you, trip you your spool. So you hit that button right there on the bottom. And then now you're essentially in free spool. When you have that tension all the way up, you'll notice that your lure is not going to move. Nothing's going to come out. So then you can start backing off on that line tension there. I'm sorry. I keep saying line tension. I'm trying to say spool tension, just I'm a dumb hillbilly here. I don't really know what I'm talking about, but you know, just start going real slow on it. Some some rods will actually have a click, like, you know, you'll, you'll hear a hard to find click with the setting that goes in. some's just are just, it's just a, a knob that you're loosening up. But as you loosen this up, you'll start to know some line coming out. You'll see some line coming out and your lure will start to drop a little bit. The way I like to do it is you want to, you want to have your tension backed off enough to where your lure kind of is at least on a steady drop. You know, you don't want it going fast or anything like that. But have it to where, you know, it's just a a slow, steady drop down. What that will allow you to do is go to the water and make a cast, and I can assure you it will not backlash. It's not going to cast very far. It's not going to cast great. Like, it's you know, it's going to be all over the place, but you're at least going to be able to make a cast without having to worry about about a backlash. And I guess... To to explain what these settings are actually doing, let me explain what a backlash actually is. So the way this reel wants to work is whenever you, you know, you fling your lure out there, say you're throwing a jig, as your jig's going out, it's pulling line with it. When your spool is spinning faster than your lure is taking the line out, that's what causes a backlash. So that's the need for you know for the brakes to slow down your spool a little bit, your line tension to to slow it down when it hits the water to makes that makes your um your spool stop spinning. because whenever the lure is not moving fast enough and your spool your spool is still going and it's just dumping that line and that line has nowhere to go because your lure hasn't pulled it out yet, that's what causes your backlash. So that's the reason for you know needing these things set up properly and having your settings dialed. So what you're going to want to do though, once you get to the water, if you have it set with your brakes high and your, your spool tension still kind of on the on the on the tighter side of things, you're not going to be able to make, you know, optimal cast. But you're going to be able to throw your lure without without having to worry about backlashing it. So what you're going to want to do, make a make a few casts. Once you notice, and, and part of it too, is kind of getting a feel for you know, that thumb control that's necessary. Just get used to when you come back to make a cast, knowing when to take your thumb off the spool to allow the cast to happen and putting your thumb back down on it whenever your lure hits the water just to um, ensure that your spool is not going too fast. But, you know, just just get a feel for that. And then once you kind of can start noticing that, okay, it's, you know, your spool is tight and you can tell your lure is being pulled back by the line start backing your brakes off, you know, take that, you know, say if you are at an eight or a nine setting, you know, back it up to a seven, make another cast. Everything's still good. Still feels tight. Not making any, you know, loops. Like you feel like it's going to backlash, keep backing it down until you get to the point to where whenever you get to that one setting where it's kind of the, where you're walking the line, you'll notice like, you know, you might get a loose loop or something in there, but you're not going to have a full on backlash so then you know kind of where your sweet spot is. Back it back down to that next higher number, and your brakes are for the most part set. So then every now once your brakes are set, you have a lot more freedom to um, to make adjustments on your on your spool tension because you can really you could back it all the way down to where it's completely open, and you're not going to backlash, but it's just going to require more more thumb pressure and and better control of that spool whenever it's hitting the water. But then, you, okay, so you back up to your spool tension now and make a cast, you know, either click it down a setting or make a small turn to loosen it. And then what you're going to notice now is your lure is going to start, you're going to start having much further distance on your cast. You're going to get a lot smoother cast and you're going to have a lot more control when you're trying to aim at particular targets and stuff in the water. You're just going to have overall more control. So when, when, when properly tuned... A bait caster is is so crucial. I mean, I, I prefer one over a spinning reel any day, just because of the control. You know, the the different ways I'm able to you know fine tune my setups for for each specific technique. Because you know we hadn't even touched on it yet. But each reel, you know, you can buy them in different different gear ratios. Um, so like this one, for example, is like an eight point one to one gear ratio. So if that's dependent on how much line. Is being reeled in for every every real revolution. Like there's there's so many options you have to enhance your you know enhance your tactics when when you can use a bait caster, and it really gets overcomplicated. And I feel like a lot of people have have a bad taste in their mouth from from just the lack of of knowing how to properly set it up because you know I'm I'm kind of I'm lucky in the sense that. I kind of just grew up using them with my family and all it was never like, I never had to make a hard stop and, and learn how to use it. But when I'm thinking about like, whenever I have reels that come out of the box, I've never really seen anything in it that that's easily, you know, whether it be reading material, a picture or whatever, that really explains what these things are and how to adjust them and how to set up a bait caster. So, you know, I'm sure that there's, there's plenty of resources out there that, um, you can see all this being done on the water but i just wanted to take a minute to um, to really kind of just explain the basics of it and make you know that it's not it's not as complicated as you may feel i promise you know just a few minutes with somebody like i can i can show anybody how to use use a bait caster make you cast it you know without backlashing it and and everything else but you know, really, like I said, those, those, those two key components to a bait casting reel is all you really got to tune in to, uh, to make the difference between, you know, blowing a whole spool of line off of one and, you know, going out and having fun, enjoying fishing. So, what do you think about it, Chad? Yeah. Did, I co- did I cover it well enough? Uh,
1: makes me think I should go back. You did. You did. And it kind of makes me wish I would have done my research a little bit more before taking mine back.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's you know, if the amount of people that are having issues with that, you know, cause it, it's a, it's a regular thing that, that we hear on here. And we hear from, from people we talk to both within the team and, and outside the team. Um, you know, maybe there's just a, there's a hole in the industry right there to where we need to educate people a little bit better. And, and hopefully we're able to, to kind of provide a little bit of that today. And then, you know, y'all, y'all listening to us, let us know, is this something that, interest you enough that you'd like to see some on water um tutorial on like you'll see me go out and basically take a brand new reel right out of the box and and set it up and and show you just how simple and and quick it really is to you know to be able to use one properly if that's something you'd like to see please let us know leave it in the comments below um, reach out to us on social media. You can find us at, at Fish Lift, Eat Official on Instagram as well as TikTok. Um, we would love to if, if that's something that that you're really interested in and have the desire to learn how to to use a bait caster. Please let us know how we can help you. Um, we're gonna make we're gonna make Chad go back out and get one, even if I have to ship a reel up to Colorado and, and make him do it. But you know, it's one of those things. The with everything, it takes practice. I mean, is it going to be perfect the first time you do it? No. But there are a few simple steps like that we've talked about today that you can, if you can execute on those those steps and, and follow it, I promise you, you will, you're will. you not as far off from being able to use one properly as you think you are.
1: Yeah. yeah, And this would have been valuable information for me. I just, you know, after the first bird nest, I just kind of gave up. And I, th- I can see, you know, people listening to this. That's going to help avoid a lot of frustration in the future going forward and hopefully inspire people to get out there and get some and, and put it together properly. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's set up properly. You can, you can get them so dialed, you know, if, if it's a specific lure that you're throwing on it, it's the same weight, and oh You can get it so dialed that whenever that lure hits the water, like you don't even have to put thumb pressure back on it to, to stop your spool. Like you can, you can get them extremely dialed into where it's like using the old, you know, your grandpa's old Zebco 33. It's that simple. You know, once, once it's set up properly <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, that's why like, I just, when I hear people talk about like, I just can't use one. They're just, um, you know, they just, they blow up every time I throw it And it's just like, man, it's not the real, but it's not your fault either because, you know, there's just not there's clearly not enough information out there on how to properly use one. And, um, you know, hopefully we're able to shine a little bit of light on that today and to make you want to go, you know, I'm, I'm not saying go out and buy, you know, a $300 DC reel, like, you know, just, just find you a simple reel and, you know, take the time to set it up, you know, make sure that you got the right, right lure weight for what that, that reel recommends using and, uh, go out and give it a shot so chad that's your that's your challenge when we leave here I want you to go go get a reel go borrow one go buy one give me your address I'll ship it to you but go out and use it and uh and so that you can report back to everybody and let them know that it's not as hard as you thought it was
1: no that sounds good I've got a lot of good places around here to do some bass fishing and uh wouldn't mind getting into that because like you said i've I've been you know prone to using that Zepco 33 oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's probably time I start to grow up and well mature it just opens bit. up
0: opportunities you know <laughs> when you start talking about like you know drag weights real speeds line capacity just I mean list goes on and on and on there's just more options that you open yourself up to with being able to effectively use a bait caster that that you just don't have with with a spinning rod or a spinning reel. You know, in the last couple years, you know, there's some companies that have kind of um, invested a little bit in offering more options for, you know, gear ratios on the reels and stuff on the spinning reels, but there's still nothing like what you can do do on a baitcaster. You know, the the drag way it's just the the strength you have in that, but then also just the you know, the effectiveness and the efficiency of it is, is a huge thing with certain techniques. So I think anybody that's going to, you know, even at a recreational level, not even at a tournament level, if you, even if you're going to recreationally bass fish, like, you're going to be doing yourself a big favor and open up a lot of opportunities for yourself by being able to learn how to throw one the right way and getting comfortable with it. You know, you're, you're probably still not going to, you know, just it's not going to be an extension of your arm the first time you go out, but take those steps to to where one day it will, you know, better yourself a little bit every time you go. And before you know it, you know, you're going to be using it second nature. And you're just going to be that much better of an angler because now, you know, that's one more tool you have in your pocket. So we're always going to challenge you to go out and learn something new, you know, get out of your comfort zone and do it. Because at the end of the day, that's just an, a new, a new tool that you're going to have to catch more fish and open up more opportunities you have. Um, cause I mean, you know, the, the, drastic end of it is like, you know, these big glide baits that I like to throw around a lot. Like you're not going to go throw those around on a spinning rod. I'm just telling you, I mean, unless you want to go get like a, you know, saltwater setup, I guess, but, um, just give yourself an opportunity to be successful. And that's one more tool that can, that can help you do it. yeah what you got anything to add to that and chad
1: no no other than you know i'm gonna get out there and and start working on that and see if i can hook one up properly and and, uh, start putting it to use so um no i think it's great i mean i i just gave up and never looked back but uh you know i'm looking forward to just getting forward getting out there and getting another one and giving it another try
0: fishing just keep going put your head down and go yep so all our listeners out there obviously we we yep. appreciate you tuning in i know this is one of our shorter episodes but you know it's just something that i've i keep hearing and i wanted i wanted to address it because you know there's a lot of there's enough complicated things out there that that do take more more effort and more willpower and stuff but this isn't one of those and i just wanted to kind of break that barrier for you to know that if you've been thinking about going and trying one, like go pick it up. Yeah. I promise you, it's not that hard. Um, But whatever you do, we want to, I want to, I would love to be able to see, you know, see your journey on that. And if you have any questions about, um, about, you know, the specific reel that you got, you want to make sure you got it set up right, please reach out to us. I'm more than happy to, you know, to chat with you about that and, and make sure that, you know, everything's dialed in and ready to go for you to go start learning how to use it. But then show me that first fish you catch on it too. You know, show me that they're making casts on it. Tag us in it on Instagram and on TikTok and everything else. Like we want to celebrate these, these milestones with you as much as you do. So make sure you reach out to us.
1: Absolutely. And if there's anything else, you know, that they have uh, that they may want to uh, touch base on, if there's any other questions that they might have that they want to see future podcasts on it'd be good to put those in our comments as well we're always open for ideas on uh, things to bring 100%. up on the show so feel free to you know put those comments out there give us some ideas on topics you'd like to see and uh and we'll be more than yeah happy i mean to think do that. of
0: what what's something that you maybe you've heard of or or you've experienced or whatever that you know that frustrated you so much that you you know didn't want to try it anymore or, you heard horror stories about it and it made you not even want to try it to start with, what are those? And, uh, let us help you address those and and get you out there to be able to enjoy it that much more. But we appreciate y'all tuning in with us tonight. You know, hope we got your, hope your week off to a good start this Monday and we can't wait to get back with you again, but until we're all back together and speaking again, y'all remember to keep those lines wet we'll catch you on the next cast. See y'all.